Mateys, we are back. We are in the crow's nest. Um, tell you what, we've made it to Championship Sunday. Uh, some exciting games on the slate. We've got the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship. But tonight, uh, we are joined by, I'm going to say, our most special guest we've ever had on the show. Uh, this guy has been a fan since before Hanker and I were even born. Uh, and I shouldn't say fan. He's been a super fan. Uh, he loves the Minnesota Vikings, the Purple People Eaters. Make some noise for Sir Lavender. I got you. <laughs> Hit us with that again. Lavender over everything. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I love it. I love it. Okay, Lavender. Um, help us out here. So, so I'm at the Bills tailgate last week. Uh, you know, we're we're bumming around, having some drinks, and I see you dressed immaculately. You've got some purple and gold on. Uh, give us a little bit of your background. What what got you into football? And, and what what are you now as far as a super fan and how that my works? My family, my family is a football family. They love football. And my whole family are Pittsburgh Steeler fans. Okay. Except for me. I was born in Connecticut. And then they moved to Ohio in Cleveland. And right during 1985, my dad pulls me in the living room and he puts on a Steelers jersey on me. And he was like, this is our new team for you. And I told him, I said, no. I don't like it. And he's like, why? I said, because I'm going to pick my own team. So I set out that whole year and I waited. And then that next season came and actually the Browns had beat the Vikings in that game. And I said, that's my team. And they was like, who, the Browns? I said, no. Not the Browns, the Vikings. That's my team. And I stuck with it ever since, 1986. Okay, I love it. 1986. Wow, that's uh that's incredible. Do you remember were the Vikings good in 86? I know they were they were good they for a little bit. They were like a mid seven to eighteen. Yeah, eight and seventeen around that area, sliding into some playoffs. So this year, obviously, they get into the playoffs. They have Justin Jefferson. A lot of people would say uh, probably the most talented wide receiver. Do you have a favorite player? It could be now or or I in the past. Go further and say future Hall of Famer automatically for Jefferson. But my favorite player back then was Joey Browner, the safety. And my favorite player now, I would have to say that that would be Eric Kendricks. Okay, I love it. The linebacker there, uh, Eric, great name. Uh, happens to be my first name too, so I like that. I like that. Okay, so so ah. rewind the clock. It's 1986. You, you obviously, you know, you, you're a football family. You love football. You chose the Vikings. Have you been like, how do you get the super fan status? What are you doing to, to become a super fan? And what's that look like? As becoming a super fan, um, I went to Minnesota in 2017. And uh, I met up with the VWO members. Uh, Clifford, the Red Dog, actually told me about where they were going to be at. So then... I went over there and I didn't meet up with Clifford that round because I left into the game before he got there. But I was around everybody else and we had a blast. And uh, then I started meeting all the super fans that's already been going for a while. And I've been a fan for the longest. So then I um, brought them out to Canton because you got the Canton Hall of Fame. And I was living in Akron, so that's like 15 minutes away from there. And they came over, and they were all talking about superfan, and, and, and they asked me, they said, hey, you, you should uh, join the superfans. And I said, uh, you know what? Nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. They was like, you're going to make a perfect superfan. 
And I said, yeah. So then I started creating and I started coming up with costumes and developing the character. Okay. Uh, Lo- love that. Okay. So, so, so one question for you, cause I know I was picking your brain a little bit at the bills tailgate. So, so are you traveling around to all sorts of different games? Are you Minnesota, like every home Absolutely. game? What do you do? I, I first started just going to the Minnesota games, but with this character, I'm going to be going to like all types of different stadiums, even if the Vikings aren't playing. I want to be the character that just shows up and nobody knows he's coming and he just appears. I love I it. got you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hanker, you, you got anything for uh, Sir Lavender? I got you. I mean, I got to I gotta dive into the name. Uh, w- walk me through how, and, and your name isn't, you know, just a, a one-worder. You've got a whole tagline built into your name. How do you come up with Lavender? And, and I got you on top of that. Okay. Let me tell you about the Lavender story, how it came about. When I brought those guys out to Canton, um, Clifford the Red Dog, he says, he says, what color is that hat? And I said, I turned my neck and I said, Lavender. <laughs> and he was like, yo, that's your super fan name. That would be it. You could be Sir Lavender. And I said, I like it. So then from there, I got the Sir Lavender. And then I got you is because somebody asked me, could they uh, grab some? And I said, I got you. <laughs> you know, so then I, I gave him some stuff and we're good. And I got you. And then they got you. I got was born. So we put it together. Sir Lavender, I got you. Okay, I love that. I love that. And Hanker, I don't know if you can see. So on the, on the back of, of Sir Lavender, I got you. He's got the tagline on his hat. But then on his, uh, on his blazer, on his jacket, he's actually got patches. Can, can you explain to us sort of what those patches are for? Do you, you, know, do you get one every stadium you go to? How's that work? Patches, a lot of the super fans, they like to, uh, they'll sell them to you or they'll give them to you depending on whatever they give the different causes. Um, there's a lot of causes on my back. Like you have the, the cancer awareness and the autism. And I, I put a lot of that stuff on my back to support um, the fans against violence. We got the ESF patch over here, elite super fans. Um, I got a couple of my people on here, like big Mo and um, we got a couple other patches on here, like Cobra and uh the mandalorian i love it a little star wars a little star wars and then on this side yep this side you have lion man and then harley bill and on this (laughs) side you have poncho yep passed away you got joe from the texans that passed away and then jet the captain I love it. I love it. So, so some some famous super fans, some some of their patches, some good stuff there. Um, okay, w- one question for you here, and it's uh, it, it's to describe. So, obviously, you were at the Bills tailgate. You know, we I've been to a couple different stadiums. What's your favorite stadium or place that you've you've had a tailgate at? What's the fan experience, sort of the atmosphere? What's your favorite? I would have one? to go with Miami. And I would have to go with KC. That's almost up there to tie. I love Arrowhead. Hell yeah. That was a blast. Great food, too. Okay, okay. When you go to these, uh, I don't even know if you're going to see, you know, KC, for an example, playing Minnesota, but do you interact with KC's super fans? I know they've got a few few pretty intense ones. All fans. You ever meet X Factor? No, I no. haven't never met X Factor. I didn't meet I didn't meet any of the KC super fans when I was out there, but I dealt with a lot of the fans out there and had a, had a blast. When I go oh, to yeah. these events, to be honest, 
what I'm there for is to entertain the crowds, the kids, the family, because you're part of their experience. Some of them kids or them families might not get to go to any more games. Yeah. And because you're there for their experience to make their experience better. I mean, what more can you ask for? So there for me, I love my Vikings. I watch the games. But when it comes down to me putting on this super fans gear, it's about the people. That's where I go from there. Okay, that's that's amazing for sure, for sure. I, I know you said, so you you do connect with some super fans though, like you guys will get together maybe the night before and go out for dinner or something. Like, do you guys have a group or, or something or how do you connect with other what we super fans? Do, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. But uh, what we usually do is uh, we have a meet and greet like the day before and some they'll come dressed down. Nobody will be in their outfits, but usually they meet and greet and then everybody will meet up and talk and then we'll get ready for the game for the next day. And, and are these like, are you kind of going to these tailgates, like you're hand picking them or do, do the teams, you know, put a shingle out and bring you guys in? Do they, do they ask no, for you? No, we do this on our own. Right on. And so, how do you how do you make the decision on what what game you're gonna you're gonna hit up on a given Sunday? And look at the schedule and see the excitement. Then you're like, nice. I got you. I'm going <laughs> to that one right there. I love that. I love that. Are you going to a game this Sunday? Do you have one of the championship games on the docket? I do not, but I was thinking about going to Philly, and that still might happen. Okay, nice. And, and and so we you know, we've asked you quite a few questions here. Um we we can get into the prop sheet. Hanker, do you have anything else that you want to ask right now? We can we can hit stuff in as we go through kind of, but if there's anything right now. Yeah, I I mean, I got a whole list here. I started writing them down when I was looking at your Instagram and I feel like I could take the whole 45 just alone, but maybe, you know, one that I I need to know before we move on. Um you know, you you talked about uh, uh, a fan co-naming your 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 character based on the color of your hat. I'm more interested in the the goggles. They got a bit of a steampunk vibe. I've seen that gear clamp around one of the uh, one of the eyes. Where do the goggles come in? What's the inspiration there? The goggles, the goggles is the eyepiece because the the character Lavender is going to be using a lot of different eyepieces it's gonna like i started with the monocle and now i went into the goggle stage then okay. it's going to be like half a eye that's cut with the gold coming across and the eyepiece so i like the monocle look and i like the steampunk look yeah and putting this outfit together it's steampunk mixed with renaissance and then added a little bit of prints on top I love I that. Got you. <laughs> is, I got you. Is there like a, a theater background or something? Or like, where do you, you know, how do you even come to some of these decisions you're making? It sounds like the way you talk about it, you have like some kind of costume design background. Well, I am a, a music artist. Okay. So I've always been around that. Um, I hung around a modeling agency for a while. So that's really photogenic. And, uh, putting it all together. I love to entertain crowds. Um, I've always had this like willing to want to be out in the public eye, yeah. public figure, um, handling myself that way. Um, always wanted to just entertain people. So that's been in my heart and that's all I've do. That's all I do on everything I do. That's awesome. So, so is that, would you say that's the end goal is to, entertain the most amount of people possible on any given Sunday? Absolutely. That's what it's about. Fuck yeah. You know, and then eventually I want to get into some um, fundraisers and things like that. Mm -hmm. But right now it's just the, the breaking ground of it in the beginning of this character and being a super fan and bringing other teams and fans across the league together. It's like being a fan of a fan. I'm a fan of you because you go to the game and you're enjoying your time. So 
I want to be the you, same. I want to get that love out to the to the universe. You know that that resonates big time with me, and I think I've said this exact line to you, Lil Ricky. Um, I'm like I'm pretty new to to enjoying NFL football, and what lured me in is how much Lil Ricky loves football. So the the for me, it's all about the tailgate. It's about the game too, and it's about how into this thing people are. Um, so I don't know that I share the same kind of need to be the center of attention, but the idea that you're a fan of fans and that you just, there's something, you know, magical about the, what football does to people. And it just, you know, it, it compels you to throw on a gold suit and, and goggles and get out there. And, and to me, that's why we do this podcast. You know, that's, that just gets me going. That's awesome. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So, tell you what, let's uh, let let's switch gears and, and we'll we'll keep sort of sprinkling in some stuff as we go through. But what we do now, Lavender, I got you, is we go through the prop. So we go through the sheet and we kick things off with your question. So, uh, our first make question this week. Do you wanna do you wanna give it to us? It's it's pretty straightforward and we love that. But uh, we're gonna go through the picks. And, uh, and you can give us some insight, whatever you want to do. But uh, kick us off. Your prop question, the first made of the week. Ah, Lavender says, Lavender says, anytime touchdown, Brandon Ayuk, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, so we're kicking things off. The first mate question, Brandon Ayuk, anytime touchdown score, yes or no there. Uh, and then we we dive right into number two, and it's the 49ers versus the Eagles. And I know you had given us a little prediction before uh, when we were chatting to get you on the podcast. You, you've got the 49ers winning this one? Hell yeah. I have the 49ers winning on the under. On the under. Look at that. I love that. What, what was the score prediction? What do we got? I would say... 17 to 10. 17-10, 49ers. So a defensive battle. I mean, both uh, both teams, really good defenses. They've got some offensive firepower too, but 17-10 uh, on the under, taking the 49ers. Love to see it. Are you okay. So you know the gambling lingo, so I'm assuming you throw a couple bucks around. Uh, that's that's uh, up ah, your alley is a little sports right. gambling. You are right. <laughs> I do. Okay, we got to get you in this week on our sheet. So it's ten dollars. We're gonna get you in, and uh, and we're gonna see if if uh, if you can pull it out. It's it's a pretty prestigious honor to be a winner of the Bet Pirate. There's only one every week, so. What do we got next? I love it. Question number three. Here we go. We've got who's going to have more receiving yards between these Eagles wide receivers. You're picking between A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith. Okay, so there you go. A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith, and it's receiving yards strictly for that one. I know, and I only go off of of uh, what I see in the box score. I'm a terrible fan, but has A.J. Brown plateaued kind of mid-season is is he been a little bit you know absent lately or or do you think he's due for one here personally i think sorry go ahead personally i think that Devontae smith has been doing better towards the end of the year aj brown has kind of went away yeah but this is a big game for him yeah it's 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 a big game for both of them. The one thing I'll say, Hanker, is AJ Brown would be their wide receiver one. He he often gets the double coverage or yeah. or the top guy, which which can make it harder. It opens things up for Smith. So it, it is a toss up. I mean, they're both really good guys. Devonta Smith was was the best college player, uh, you know, coming out. But he's so tiny. He's he's five eight, a buck eighty. Like he's a smaller guy. But, uh, but he's effective for sure, and A.J. Brown opens things up for him. Okay, prop number four. Uh, this guy came back from injury. He's been looking good. He's the quarterback for the Eagles. 
And his line is set at 47 and a half for the rushing yards on the day. So will Jalen Hurts rush for over 47 and a half yards? Prop number four. Again, it's one of those ones where he's, uh, you know, you, you want to see him uh, at 100%. All guys are kind of banged up, but he was he was moving around pretty well last week. Number five, uh, this guy has been on a tear, but he was held without a sack last week. It's will Nick Bosa record at least one sack. Uh, Sir Lavender, I know you uh, you said Eric Kendricks is your favorite player favorite player currently, and you also liked uh, the safety for the Vikings. He seemed to be a defensive guy a little bit. What do you think of Nick Bosa? Is he the defensive player of the year? He is a monster. That's what I would say about Bosa. Very good player, rushes the quarterback fast. He has all the moves out there, and uh, he's a top player, definitely. Do you think he's getting a sack this week? Is he going to bring Hurts down? He's going to take him down twice. Hell yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. That's big. Yeah. Okay. Big defensive battle coming in that, uh, in the first game. That's the Eagles 49ers. Let's go. Uh, okay. Number six. I love this question. Um, and, and actually, we'll take a quick pause here. Did you, before we get into this one, did you play football growing up? Did you play high school, college, any anything like that growing up? Absolutely not. No. Okay, so, so I music actually was background. a track star. A track star. I love that. What was what was the event? 800. That, Two laps. Yeah, that takes some stamina for sure. You're, you're cooking there, but you got to be able to uh, to keep it going. So, so. Where'd you go to school or, or what, what was sort of the, the track? What got you into that avenue? Back, I went to Harvey High School in Painesville, Ohio, about 28 miles from Cleveland. Um, and 10th grade, I moved out to Kent, to Kent, where the college is at. Yeah. And I went to Kent Roosevelt. And I finished my, my track career out there. Um, at Kent Roosevelt, and then I went to the military, the Army. Okay. Yeah, very nice. I, re- I remember you saying that. You had a buddy who was in uh, the Marine Corps, and, and you went to the Army. So, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. you know, thank you off the bat for sure. That's uh, that's very cool. You are welcome. <laughs> you bet. You bet. Okay, so... So prop number six, we've got, will any player on Sunday rush for a hundred yards or more? So this can be any player running back quarterback, you know, doesn't matter. And it's in all four of the games. You're giving me the no, you're giving me the no. This is is all about defense this week. You think these championship games, because there were two last week that I know of for sure, right? Mixon for sure did it to the Bills, which was unfortunate. They, uh, I, I mean, as a Bills fan, that was a tough game to watch. I don't know what your thoughts were. Uh, the Bengals put a pretty good beating on the Bills for sure. They had a good game plan and came out and kind of rocked them. And then I think, and I could be wrong, but did Pacheco... Pacheco might have went over last week, over 100. I'm going to double-check that real quick. Uh, no, he was 95. So there you go. So over 100 this week. There's uh, there's a lot of good runners in this game. But uh, but we're getting a no from Lavender. I got you. Okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, prop number seven. We switch gears here. We go to the uh, 6.30 game, and it's who's going to win between the Chiefs or the Bengals. You're picking money line here, Chiefs-Bengals. This is interesting. So to start the week, the Bengals were actually the favorite on the road here. Uh, As we're recording this, this is Thursday night. The line has moved. The Chiefs are now one-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Lavender, I got you. What do we got for this game? Give us a prediction. Well, I have to tell you that at the beginning of the week, I was saying Bengals. 
But right now, it is the Chiefs. After that comment, and then Kelsey's talking, and he says, when he, when he heard about the Burrow head, when Eli Apple mentioned about the Burrow head, he didn't like that. So guess what? The Chiefs are going to come out and Arrowhead firing all cylinders. And then you're going to see Mahomes rise and do his Mahomes thing. Rise. I got you. <laughs> it, it, Mahomes, the ankle's not going to bother him? You think he... He can do it all. It's just I, a minor inconvenience. I think that Mahomes is fine. I think he's going to come out there and be fine. You think this is like a wounded bird type thing? He's just playing mind games with the Bengals? Yes. Yes. I love that take. I mean, and, and I think Vegas is leaning that way too because they, uh, you know, he got in a full practice today. Uh, the line shifted. And the one thing I'll say, you brought up Eli Apple. Um, you know, I, I, I don't mind the Bengals. I, you know, they are fun to watch. They've got some firepower. Uh, they, they laid a smackdown on the Bills, so that's all good. You can, you can shit talk, trash talk, do whatever you want. But Eli Apple has acted like they've just won the Super Bowl. And like, pal, you, you've got a game today and maybe another one. He's not your biggest fan, or you're not his biggest fan, I'd say. What everybody should know is that there's only one winner every year. Everybody else simply wasn't good enough. <laughs> I got you. Being I love that. Last. Hey, we got to clip that for sure. That That's the take of the year for sure. There's only one winner, and... If you're getting ahead of yourselves, which I feel like Eli Apple might be, he he got got on Twitter and was shit talking pretty heavy, um, buddy. You got to put up this week for sure, and uh, and that rolls us right into question number eight. So we've got two of the biggest uh, you know offensive threats in the game. Who's going to have more receiving yards on the day between tight end Travis Kelsey or wide receiver Jamar Chase? Interesting question, and uh, I, I will be honest. When I was looking at the the slate this week, these these four teams left have four of the best tight ends in the entire NFL. Lavender, I got you. Do you have a tight end that you love love to watch? All the ones that are left are great, great, great tight ends. Every last one of them. You are right, correct with that statement. Um, I like. Any of like the top five type of tight ends. Kittle's great. Yeah. You know, when when healthy, that guy is uh, immaculate on the field. He does some special things. And so does all the other ones that are, that are out there right now. Even that yep. Hayden Hurst, I like that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he's been sneaky good this year. He's very he's the, sneaky. The ginger, he goes, uh, you know, he's got the red hair, the fire look. He kind of goes with the Bengals uniform. He's been good. Kittle last week was all time too. You, you got to imagine like how good that guy is for the team. I mean, it's easy. It's a very serious thing, right? Like everyone's there locked right in. And it's not that he's not locked in, but when he's like looking up at the sky cam and, and just having fun in interviews and stuff, it's like, I'm with you. I'm, I'm all Niners this weekend because just because of how awesome that guy is and how good the story is. Um, but man, you, you talk about a talented athlete, but a better, you know, guy for the locker room too. I like that green law guy they got. Yeah. He's nice. The linebacker, they, yeah. I, Sam Fran, man, they, it seems year after year, they just keep getting loaded at linebacker. Um, and, and then Dallas Goddard is no slouch. Uh, the guy, the Vikings got at the trade deadline was a big pickup to TJ Hawkinson, a good tight end. Uh, were you hoping for a little better result for the Vikings this year? A pretty good year. They had some epic battles. What were your thoughts we there losing to the Giants? Year. We had a very good year, but having a first-year GM and a first-year coaching staff, not just the head coach, the whole coaching staff turned over. So from what O'Connell was able to put together, I was really – Loving what, what they did, but, like, I think that they knew that they didn't have the right uh, defensive 
um, formula there because you have you're you're changing over from a four three to a three four. So when you do that, you know their personnel might not be right. So then you have to take that personnel out and say, you know, this is what we got for now. So we got to switch these pieces in and out. So by next year, the defense will start looking good, but it's not going to be quite there all the way. But then that year after it should. Yeah, and it's going to be an interesting offseason for the Vikings for sure because they've got a lot of veteran guys, you know, Eric Kendricks, Harrison Smith, uh, Patrick Peterson. They've got all these guys. Yeah. Who we got is Quasi. (laughs) Quasi the GM. (laughs) He's going to bring in the right people. Wait and and wait till you see Lewis Seen next year. Okay, that's the that's the name to keep an eye on. Gonna Lewis be seen. Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I love that. I love that. Okay. Prop number nine this week. Uh how many points are gonna be scored in the Bengals game? The line right now, uh, when we made this was forty six and a half. So again, uh, this is, you know, for two of these teams that are offensive, you know, powerhouses, 46 and a half scenes obtainable, but we've been saying it's going to be a defensive battle. What do you think? Is that, is the under the play? I am taking the under on this. The under, they, the last three times these two teams played, it has been over. Now, this is going to be a defensive battle at its highest. And they're they're probably gonna end up with like a score of twenty one thirteen. Okay, okay, twenty one thirteen. I like that. Which way are you leaning there? Are the you're saying Patrick Mahomes is getting it done. He's rising up. Patrick Mahomes is gonna get it done, but it won't be by more than that. Okay. I like it. And, and honestly, I will say that the defenses on both of these teams are good. Um, the one thing going into last week that everyone thought the Bills had the advantage on was the line of scrimmage. The Bengals, you know, two offensive linemen uh, that were their better linemen were out. They're not going to be back this week. They've got a rookie. So, I mean, that that line battle could be won by the Chiefs. Uh, Chris Jones is probably one of the top interior D linemen so uh it'll be interesting the bills did not take advantage but the chiefs might yeah i like it you oh. know the we we always kind of joke on here that nobody you know taking the under is kind of the the cheap way out but you're putting the cool back in the under i'm, I'm not gonna lie i i felt apprehensive to take the under just for you know what that kind of conveys about me as a person but seeing you sit there in that gold jacket and take back-to-back unders <laughs> kind of makes me want to go on the unders train. <laughs> yeah we are an overs podcast we haven't done a single under all year and, and lavender we haven't filled you in on this part yet but what we do at the end is we do a land ho lock of the week so you give us a pick hanker gives us a pick and i give us a pick and we we make that into a parlay and if we win it, it gets added to the prize pool for the following week. Okay, so we're going to each give a pick at the end. Um, but yeah, the, the under right now seems to be uh, seems to be the way you're leaning. And, and we've been an overs podcast, but you're making it cool. Prop number 10. Okay, this one's a beauty. Uh, again, it's two of those running backs we talked about earlier. It's who's going to have more rushing yards on the day between Joe Mixon and Isaiah Pacheco. So Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie, came in. He's been uh, he's been toting it for them. And Joe Mixon, obviously an established guy. Uh, he had a pretty good year. He he was kind of up and down. He had a five touchdown game yeah. that made his stats uh, look really really good. Um, but but yes, yeah, certainly no slouch there. So it'll be interesting to see who wins that one. And then we get to the tight end prop number eleven. Uh, Hayden Hurst, anytime touchdown scorer. He did it last week against the Bills. We have Brandon Ayuk as our first mate question. Uh, Lavender, I got you. Is Hayden Hurst finding the end zone this week? Hayden Hurst will not find the end zone this week. 
Okay, he's staying out of there. He's been a he's been a good little check down. He's made some plays, but this week the Chiefs keep him in check. And uh, I will say the Chiefs do have some good coverage linebackers for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how well Hurst does. Uh, the guy who uh, who should be opened up all game is T Higgins for the Bengals. So interesting to see there. Uh, prop number twelve. Who's going to have more total yards? This includes any rushing, passing, or receiving yards between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, one quick stat here, and then we'll we'll get your take. Uh, Joe Burrow's never lost a game to Patrick Mahomes. Is that a bit shocking? I think Patrick Mahomes would be the guy you'd consider the number one quarterback in the league. And Joe Burrow's never lost to him. He's beat him three times. Joe Burrow is a golden boy. Joe Burrow, yes, he has beat him the last three times, right? Isn't it three? Yep, it's three, yeah. yeah. So so the last three times he has beat him, there has to be a day that Mahomes turns around and beats him. It's the only way for the battle to say... This is the new battle, like a Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Now you have Mahomes and Burrow. And here you have it. This is Mahomes' shot back in Arrowhead in front of his fans. I got you. (laughs) You know what? And it comes in threes. Uh in like crazy never has happened before stats this playoffs are getting are dropping left right and center so we have tom brady never losing to the cowboys which is bananas for how long he's been in the league loses to the cowboys and then we have trevor lawrence has never lost on saturday loses on a saturday so why not why not pat mahomes it doesn't seem that far-fetched that he he snaps his losing streakers his never defeating joe burrow streak great points I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, and then we wrap the sheet up this week. Uh, this question, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, normally you'd be leaning wide receiver, but this is one you got to think about. Will the player with the most receiving yards on Sunday be a wide receiver or a tight end? So again, you go through the list. There's a lot of good players, but the one who ends up with the most out of those four teams is they are they going to be a wide receiver or a tight end? Travis Kelsey goes for one ten. That's the most. The tight end takes it. You know, you get AJ Brown goes off for 120 wide receiver. It's it's an interesting question. You don't find this stuff in Vegas. This is a bet pirate exclusive. Oh, I like this. We're getting the the magic hat has come out. I'm and going gonna... to say that it's a wide receiver. Okay. The wide receiver is going to take the cake this year, this uh, this Sunday with the most receiving yards. So Will tell you, you what. Uh, hold on. You, do you have us on that one, though? Do you, do you got us? Because you didn't. I, I got, got you. There we go. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's the man you. to do it. And he will oh, have got me done with that. I knew you had me. I just had to ask. I had to hear it again. A.J. Brown's going to do it this week. I love that. I love that. Okay, so tell you what. That wraps up the week. Uh, well, it's uh, tell you what's cha- championship Sunday. That wraps up the sheet. So we're going to dive into the land ho lock of the week. So, Sir Lavender, we need you to pick one prop from the sheet. It can be the one you gave us. You've given us some some gold already, but the one lock that you think is going to hit for sure, your landhole lock of the week. I got you. I got you. Um, I would say the last one you just said, A.J. Brown has the most receiving yards. That's out there. For this weekend. I love it. Okay, I love that. That's a that's a little twofer for everybody at home because we've got prop uh the prop AJ Brown over Devonta Smith. 
A.J. Brown's going to take it because he's going to be the wide receiver with the most yards, and he's going to beat all the tight ends. I love that. Uh, Hanker, what do you got for us? Landho lock feel, of the week. I feel good about my lock this week, and uh, Lavender, you've you only made me feel better about it. So uh, prop number four is, does Jalen Hurts rush for over 47.5 yards? I used to feel bad about taking unders, but today I will be taking the under because I've been given that blessing uh, by Mr. Lavender, Sir Lavender. Now, here's here's the reasoning. Um, he, against the Giants last week, only had 34 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he can't even do it to them, can he do it to, to this team, the number one defense against the run? I don't know. To me, that seems like it's unders all day. And now I don't even have to feel bad about it. So I'm taking Jalen Hurts will rush for under 47 and a half yards. I absolutely love it. And here we go. I'm going to kick us off with the final one, uh, the Landho lock of the week. I'm going with our first mate question. Brandon Ayuk, anytime touchdown score. We are hammering that all day. Yes, the 49ers are going to win 17 to 10. Ayuk's going to have a score. Let's go. Landho lock of the week. <laughs> you, guys, you guys at that tailgate must have been a sight. I wish I was there. So I, I got to be honest. Yeah, I wish you were there too. Um, that was one of the most fun tailgates I've ever been to for sure. My brother did a great job capturing the moment. Uh, Sir Lavender came up. He had a beer on the hill with us. We kind of got to look over the crowd, you, you know, talk a little bit, chat. And then we got right down in the thickest things. Uh, they had the NFL crew was filming some stuff. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, did you did you end up getting to see him, Sir Lavender? Yeah, I should. Yeah, I was down there. Yeah, we got a couple pictures with him. Uh, did a bowling ball shot, uh, which was amazing. It, it was it was spectacular for sure. But yeah, just, get, did you get a chance to get the gasoline can? No, I never did the gasoline can. Oh, what 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 happens the there? Can. That was pretty good. It, you know, going to Buffalo Orchard out there in the hammer lab. It reminds me of an old high school party in fun times. I've never been to a stadium like that, and it was a really good party. Very good fans, Cincinnati great fans, Buffalo Bills great fans. Uh, We had a good time there. That was fun. Yeah, that it, it, a high school party is the perfect way to put it. It was funny because, you know, I went down. We're from Canada. It's not like we have connections there and we know people. But you just, you know, you walk around, you talk to people, and everybody's friendly. You know, you're having a good time. It uh, It's certainly a good vibe there. I love going. And, and the Hammer Lot uh, seems to be the place to be if you're at a Buffalo Bills tailgate. Uh, Pinto Ron, exceptional. The food off the off the car. Love it. Yeah, Pinto You think he's got a permit for that? To, like, cook off his car like that? (laughs) No. No chance. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think so. I'm not, like, health code guy or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm looking at videos and wondering. They they don't charge anything for the food, so maybe that's how they get away with it. Uh, Because, yeah, you're you're just helping yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But shout out to the VWL. Big Mo. Red Dog and Sir Jersey, my guys. You you got it. So I wanted to circle back to this Clifford, the Big Red Dog. So I'm obviously acquainted with the uh, the the child's book. Uh, I was a big fan growing up. Who who is? So I'm taking it. He's a Viking super fan, Clifford. He is a Vikings super fan. His actual name is actually Clifford. Okay, redhead or just went with it. He just went with the the red dog. I got to look up a picture of Cliff here. And you'd say, you know, one of the more influential people got you into super fandom? Yes, him and uh, Tate, Demon. Who's the guy that looks like a Viking? Is that Tate? The, the like, he, like Thor, like a, the guy that always at the pan to a Vikings game. We have, uh, we have several people. You have... Um, Sir Def, he wears the horns, the big horns on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. You might be talking about the dude. Um, you probably talking about Sid. 
I don't know who I'm talking about. I'm just going off of like memory here. You got Sid, you got Diggs, you got a lot of people. But that's where we're at right now. And you guys do the skull chant. Do you know what what the story behind that is? I I don't know personally. Like you know, I know they they do it. When you're talking about a skull chant, you're talking about like a toast, like a toast for for victory. That's okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Very nice. Okay, um, we're we're hovering right around forty five minutes. This has been great. We're we're certainly not gonna not gonna end it just yet. But uh, Sir Lavender, I, I want people to be able to find you. Where where do people go? What you know your Instagram handle? Do you have a website? What what do you kind of what what do you run off and what do you need people to know about you? All right. So if you're going to Instagram, you can go Lavender. That's L A V E N D E R underscore. I got you. That's spelled I. G-O-T-C-H-U-U-U. That's three U's. I got you. Okay. I love that. I love that. So we'll we'll post that for sure. So Instagram, I know you're active on there. You're you're always popping content out. If if uh if any of our fans are out at a tailgate and you happen to see Sir Lavender, make sure you say hi, get a picture. Uh, you know, chat it up for sure. It's, uh, you know, I'm so happy that I met you at the Bills tailgate and uh, you, you brought the noise, the energy for sure is electric. So appreciate that. Uh, anything else, any other projects or anything you got going on that you want to that you want to sort of talk about here? Right now, um, I'm going to about to go into my music mode where uh, I'm going to be doing some music videos and putting out some songs this summer. Um, under my rap name, Rick Sickman, R-I-C-K-S-I-C-K-M-A-N. And uh, it'll be a lot of different projects. Like I got a, a partner, we do a, a, we're do we doing an EP, and the group is called Mike, Knight, Mike Nice Collectives. So we'll be coming out there real soon with that. And then we have a couple, of, I got a song called Sunshine coming out which has Butch Badwater and um, my man, um, Sean Real. Okay, I love that. I love that. So so tell you what, off-season, definitely uh, send that over and we'll, we'll sort of try and get it out for you on our platform and, and see where that goes. I'll tell you one quick story and Hanker can jump in here. Uh, I know you said Miami was one of your favorite tailgates. So we, we did Henry's Hanker's bachelor party to Miami. Uh, we went to the Bills Dolphins game, as, as I said, and uh, we were sort of drifting through. We were all dressed in Bills gear, and uh, we ended up in the Miami section, and they had two pickup trucks backed up with uh, stripper poles bolted to the back and two girls <laughs> dancing. It was insane. We loved it. We're there for a bachelor party, so we were having a good time. It also happened to be Pride Week. Uh, so we had a pink football. We were throwing around with people. They they love that. And, uh, and and one of the funniest things. So we got done that game, and we went up to uh, we we were on uh, sort of Miami Beach Ocean Drive in a in a little condo, and they had a pool up up top. And uh, when we got back, we we went up to the pool. We thought no one was going to be up there. There were three guys, and one of them was a famous rapper, uh, Young Mezzi Mezzi. Young Mezzi yeah, from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. So so we uh we made a connection with him. He was in Miami for vacation, but they were also shooting a music video. So it was uh it was pretty cool. <laughs> we uh we did some stuff with him, which was fun. Uh Hanker, you look like you've got something. It was your bachelor party. No, I I well I like as soon as I heard you were in into uh into music, like I, I, I knew we had to make sure we, we figured out how we could find you. So I'll definitely be looking you up after this. Um, I have a question that, um, you know, it's not as topical as it was when we asked it to Young Mezzi, but uh, Kanye West's album, Donda, what's going on there? Is that is that just a level of art that we can't understand as non-artists? Does that resonate with you or was it just a myth? Donda, I wouldn't say is a myth. See, when you're talking about Kanye, you're talking about a genius in different ways. 
Yeah. So his his artistic value in how he writes is way different than the average mind can comprehend. So if you don't have a, a attention span that long, you're probably not going to catch his art mm-hmm. artwork. So being an artist, as as you're writing and you sit down and start writing, you are coming up with a vision that only you can see at that moment. But you're trying to create it. It's like painting a picture. You're trying to create it so it'll blossom into the beautiful artwork. Um, so you want value. Because me, when I write, I like to write stories. Cool. I like the song to talk about something. So when you're talking about Donda, I don't think it was a mess. I think that it was just very creative and it's going to take a while for people to actually go back and listen to that and say, that was genius. Yeah. How much does uh, your intersection with football influence your music? Actually, it doesn't. I I sort of separated. I did do a Viking song and it is on YouTube right now. Um, Definitely looking that up. Okay, yeah, you'll you'll have to send that over in the chat after, uh, so we can check it out and and maybe absolutely uh, maybe post it as our our intro song. We'll we'll take a little clip if yeah. that's all right and scoot our it in and, and rapper, link over. You gotta go with Big Mo. Follow Big Mo. Big Mo. Follow Big Mo and Sir Red Dog. Sir Red Dog Ooh. and Big Mo. Red Dog different than Clifford though. You got you got. Uh, no. A red, a large red dog in both your lives, your music life and your super fandom life. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys, uh, tell you what, I think that uh, that wraps it up. So, Sir Lavender, we would love for you to close this out. I'm going to give us a little shiver me timbers. And then if you can hit us with your best, I got you. We're going to wrap up. This is Championship Sunday. From the Crow's Nest, as always, Lil Ricky Hanker. Today, a big thank you. Uh, We had our special guest, Sir Lavender. I got you. If you can close us out, Sir Lavender, shiver me, Timbers. Give it to us, baby. Let's go. Lavender over everything. I got you. I got you. We love you guys. Bye.